0: interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where two of the internet's saltiest nerds fish out all their salt about movies, video games, comics, cosplay, and more. Uh, with me in the recording room tonight is Jesse. Yo! Uh, what's the sponsor in our hearts, Jesse? Mr. X-Gone Give-It-To-Ya! Give <laughs> <laughs> We've both X-Con been thoroughly the- enjoying the X-Gone Give-It-To-Ya <laughs> Resident Evil 2 videos <laughs> that are popping up everywhere.
1: <laughs> They're so good! Like... Oh boy, I- So, my Resident Evil knowledge is very slim, um, and it's- and it's also hazy, because, like, the last game I think I was, a like, you know, witness to was- was old- old- old times. Um, and actually- I played 7 and 4. <laughs> my friends and I were talking about, like, um- The, they like revamped Mr. X. I mean, he was like swole before, but he's like hella swole now. Like he hit the gym like he Mm -hmm. under that trench coat i love how what are we gonna do with our giant zombie monster so that nobody knows he's a giant zombie let's put a trench coat. put him in a trench coat (laughs) (laughs) hides all sins um yeah but he's like swole as fuck now and i i just i i'm like i y'all better get this fucking mr x thirst though off my fucking dash like get it i oof If I have to see that silver-haired twink in Mr. X fucking one more time, I'm calling the police. Sorry, I'm I'm looking him up and, like, he was
0: swole as shit in the original. It's just that the resolution was shitty.
1: That's probably true. Yeah, like, it's just, like, the- he just looks so, like, big. He looks big, big.
0: It looks like they made his head smaller.
1: Maybe they did. I think also, like-
0: I think they just changed his proportions a little bit
1: his the texture of his um his like trench coat thing is different too and it reflects more light yeah. so maybe that's it's a different color yeah. a little
0: bit like a darker color
1: I think it's like making the mass look larger just by the light reflection but yeah yeah
0: and you know it's a, it's a more robust lighting system too so the lighting could be helping a lot
1: Did you see that video All that the- went around that was like it just it, someone made it just before they like as a celebration for the release of the re-release um and it was this person running through this like area like like it's resident evil and he's got the gun and they like the camera angles <laughs> were the same ones as the gang so the ga- gang the game um and like so like you have the like a security camera angle and then you have the one where like you're right up on him and you can't see shit <laughs> it was really good, good Also, fixed
0: funny. camera angles yo <laughs> I, there were so, as, Silent Hill is where I saw most of my fixed camera angle days, Silent Hill and Grim Fandango, and I was always, like, walking forward into a location, and then, like, accidentally backing out of it, because I got confused by the camera angle change.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: I mean... combination combination of, of fixed camera angles and tank controls make it real confusing.
1: You know, I, um... This is unrelated, but it is related to video game memes, so it has to do with this, but like, I I kind of want to know, so Mr. X is a meme right now, and then um, we've also got Goofy's Taint. Now, I, <laughs> I haven't seen this yet, but apparently in actual gameplay, his ass is always in your way. <laughs> I haven't seen this yet, but like... I, because I only I watched a comp of all the cutscenes. I didn't, wa- I haven't watched all the cutscenes yet, but I've seen all the first half of the game, and then I've seen the last part. So I know how it ends. I have that dirty evil knowledge, which I will not spoil because I would. I feel like that would finally be the thing that made people kill me. Like <laughs> that would be the thing that they're like, we're gonna kill Jesse over Kingdom Hearts Three spoilers. I will not There's spoil. There's a it for great you. moment.
0: My friend had a um speaking of Kingdom Hearts three spoilers, my friend had their like in game um Final Fantasy fourteen wedding, which is a nerdy sentence that I just spoke. Um, but there's a moment where the like um the you know, the priest, it wasn't a priest in the game, but you know, yeah, they're person... saying like, exchange your vows and they're typing in the chat and one of them's like, Babe, I love you, but if you spoil Kingdom Hearts three for me, you're dead to me. <laughs>
1: yeah i was just talking to maya about it about uh kingdom hearts 3 and i was like i i don't know why i did this to myself but i will talk about that later but yeah i know goofy is a big meme so shout out to all the video game memes keeping us alive this (laughs) early part of the year
0: in these dark times these
1: dark times You know, Mr. X and Goofy's Taint. That's the name of my next album. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 before we, I have some, actually, you know what? Going to pre-salt, I'll just add this to my salt. Okay.
0: Um. Well, my first bit of pre-salt. So, like, multiple months ago, I got this idea in my head that it might be cool to cosplay the Fool's Idol boss from Demon's Souls. Um, And so I went to gather reference material, as one does when one is first starting a cosplay project, and found that she has a really complicated pattern on her dress and on her cloak. And I was like, oof. Oh, Demon's Souls has been data mined all to hell. Surely somebody has the texture pack somewhere. And so I looked for a, I looked in a couple places, and I did some Google searches, and I couldn't pull anything up. And so I went into um, Jeremy's Don't Give Up Skeleton Discord, and went to the Demon Soul section, and I was like, "Hey, uh, does anyone know where I can find these texture packs?" And the answer was no. Oh, <laughs> um, no one really knew where to find them. They gave me some like places to start looking, but I didn't. they didn't really go anywhere, unfortunately. So I kind of just shelved that. Fast forward to like. Last week Um There's a little notification on my discord app And it's essentially just Astrolace being like Yo who is the person Who wanted the fool's idol textures Cause I got them <laughs> Hey at K You want the fool's idol texture packs I got them and I was like holy shit So she sent them to me And she also like compiled them onto the model In blender and was able to get some Different like Angles and like stuff that I was like, oh, I thought that was like her hair. It's actually a crown or like a headdress or something. Um, Neat stuff like that. I'm going to talk about more about that later, but like, yeah, everything worked out in the end. So now, like, I had some tentatively planned cosplay projects for later in the year. They have been replaced with the Fool's Idol. <laughs> 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 so hopefully, I'll be able to get to start on that in like. Summer or fall. I've got. I want to finish Songbird. Obviously, I'm working on that right now. Hoping to get that done by February. I can get my fucking sewing machine to work. Um, and then I gotta finish Bard for Anime Bonsai, and then I can probably start on it. Uh, unless I want to make good on my threat to cosplay Sifra from Castlevania. But we'll see. Um, Your threat. My threats. <laughs> um, we'll see. So. Fingers crossed. It would be cool to compete with that one at Anime Los Angeles if I get to go to that again next year. But nothing's set in stone. It's very early in the year, so we'll see. Um, other than that, I streamed Final Fantasy XIV on Friday like I threatened to. <laughs> um, it was pretty smooth going. I, uh, fucked up in my first, in my leveling dungeon and kind of got half my team killed, but they were nice about it. Um. Famous last words. I was like, oh, well, we made it past the first boss. I think we'll be okay. And then. You fool. Whoops. Um, other than that, it was fine. I mean, you showed up kind of towards the end there when I was doing. Yeah. I did uh, I did roulettes, except for Story Quest roulettes, because that one's hella long and boring.
1: Um, I woke up from my nap I- and I was like, K stream! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and I did the Valentine's Day event, and I did, um, a couple of assorted primals that I just happened to like and wanted to show off. Um, so that's what you showed up in time for, was the yeah. Valentine's and the primals. Um, but it was fun. I I didn't get super salty except for, like, right at the end when I was fighting Nidhawk. <sighs> and the first part of that I remember, um was I looked up, and there was an AoE on the ground, and our Lalafell Dragoon was just standing in there completely still, and he just got annihilated, and so I started shouting, Why did he do that? Why did he do that? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's a Dragoon. Yeah, I guess. Um, And then I saw the, like, stack up marker go over my head and ran towards my teammates and they all just stood there staring at me and I'm like, you guys are assholes as I died. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then it happened again and I'm like, maybe they just don't know so I told them and they were like, ah and then when we wiped and tried it again, they got it right. So I think they just didn't know, but I didn't realize that at
1: first. So like I will kill you.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) When I die then you will realize. (laughs)
1: and they did <laughs> and they did when i die then you will realize uh.
0: but other than that it went pretty smoothly final fantasy 14 is kind of hard to stream i found because you have to spend so much time waiting for the queue to pop so i think i wouldn't i don't know if i would do it again um like maybe after the world transfer the world visit system starts when there's like more people around but we'll see um the next thing, more Final Fantasy related stuff, is that uh, Final Fantasy Fan Fest Paris was this weekend, and so they had their keynote stream that revealed like all their new, like they they revealed the release date for Shadowbringers, which is July second, uh, with early access on June twenty eighth. Happy birthday to me! Um, <laughs> Cute, <laughs> implying I'm even going to be able to play it because the servers are going to be mega fucked. Like almost no doubt. I I wasn't I didn't play the game for the Stormblood launch, but it is my understanding that the servers were mega fucked during the Stormblood launch. So I don't and I don't anticipate it being any better this time around. Um But they so they released that, they showed some new footage, they released the next uh job class, which was um Gunbreaker. There was a really funny moment where he's where where Yoshida's like And what kind of class do you think Gunbreaker is? And everybody's shouting Tank. Um, But then one guy really loudly shouts, Healer! And is like, Healer? Healer? Good joke. And I just, like, I I imagine that guy's probably, in like 10 years, he's going to be like, Remember that time Yoshi P said my joke was good at (laughs) (laughs) FanFest? Because that would be me. Um, But no, it's a Tank, which is good because we need more Tank and Healer classes. Um, they finally revealed the Viera uh, female character models. They haven't done the, they haven't said anything about male Viera yet. I, I'm not going to talk about this until I'll just talk about it now. Final Fantasy fans, um, stop talking about lore in uh, regard to v- male Viera. I don't care if they're supposed to be rare in other games. This is Final Fantasy 14. Like, we're driving Motorcycles and cars while like <laughs> at high speed past Rathalos um, on our way to a giant robot that we fight inside of. so i don't I don't really care if Vera are supposed to be rare outside of um, Final Fantasy 12. no one gives a shit about your immersion.
1: Um, your immersion <laughs> <laughs> <They're> kind of cute, <laughs> but they're like bunny people, aren't they? They're bunny people, and the Final
0: Fantasy XIV, like, Viera, are extremely cute. Like, the females that they revealed were all extremely cute. Um, I wasn't... I was like, oh, but my character's, like, always been an hour on. I really like her, but then I... So I'm not going to change. And then I saw the reveal, and I'm like, I do have that Fantasia burning a hole in my inventory. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know if I will. They are super cute, though. Uh, They also revealed two New Zealand's, the... um, Rock Tika Greatwood, which had an amazing soundtrack to it, and Ilmeg, which is where the, fi- the Pixies live, and they also revealed the Pixie Primal, who is Catania, and she's beautiful, and I'm real excited for that fight. Um, the, the, A lot of it was stuff that we already kind of knew, like, they, they're going to bump the level cap to, to 80. Um, But the part that... I was watching this uh, in Discord with some of my Link friends, and the part that made us all freak the fuck out was they're like, new raid series, and we're like, yeah, okay, to be expected. And they're like, we got guest designers like last time. Like, okay, cool. Um, and then they reveal the first guy whose name I unfortunately don't remember. But they, you know, he's like, oh, and he worked on Near and Near Automata and Dragon Guard and this other game. And everybody's like, oh, that's interesting, huh? And then they're like, oh, and we also got Yoko Taro, by the way. What? <laughs> Everybody like freaked out. And then, um. They're like, oh, by the way, it's just straight up a near crossover raid. It's called Yorha Dark Apocalypse. Like, I can't believe it, but here, like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> they had a whole video where Yokotaro was talking about how, how Yoshida must be crazy and how he's definitely trying to destroy Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> and the Final Fantasy series at large, um, but I'm sure it'd be cool just... I, I said something to my friends. I was like, I hope this means that we get near glamours. And they're like, oh, definitely. I was like, give me the forbidden near glamours. The forbidden near glamours. <laughs> so that will be cool. They, they they revealed some more stuff at the um, live letter from the producer, but it was like much harder for me to pay attention to it because it's like, oh, new Eureka levels. I hate Eureka, but thanks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if anybody likes Eureka I'd kind of be surprised if everybody was like hell yeah Eureka hide can't wait um yeah lots of new lots of new and exciting information and the next fan fest is in March and that's when they'll reveal all the rest of the stuff I'm sure um and the last thing I had to talk about is evermore I went back to evermore uh, for their second season finale um and it was a lot of fun this one was so like, the season that I went to before this lore was horror-themed. Um, this one was, like, they described it as, like, a Charles Dickens-themed. It was Christmas-themed. Um, which was a little odd, seeing as how it's February now. Um, and it was at the time that I went. But it was still pretty cool. Um, in lore, I spent a lot of time running around doing quests. And this one, there didn't seem to be many quests to ha- to do. Oh. Uh, so I spent a lot of time talking to characters, and that was a lot of fun. It's just different from what I was doing in lore. It was also less crowded, so I actually had time to talk to these characters, which was a lot of fun. I posted that video of the two dwarves um, singing Weezer.
1: Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> they also
0: they also made us dance to Crocodile Rock for gold. Um, and later in the night we went and hung out with them a bit, and they sang. Uh, they asked my friend like, "What's your favorite band?" and they said. Uh, or like what's your favorite song from your From your world and they were like I really like the Beatles And they were like I, I, I like the Beatles and They played Blackbird um, It was just really nice oh. their names are Lonnie and Turno And they at one point I caught on That they said they were from Mythos So hopefully they will oh be back god. For the Mythos season
1: <laughs> When Mythos When the Mythos season happens If and when it happens Yeah if
0: and when it happens god I hope so They're yeah. playing on that one for summer Yeah, summer when I don't know, but hopefully,
1: uh, Kay and I are actually gonna have to fucking cross the rainbow bridge to get to it, though. Um, (laughs) Because it feels like it. Yeah, it feels like we're just gonna have to like get uh, find ourselves the the rainbow bridge and cross it. It's Norse themed, by the way. That's why. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) that's why we're making that joke. Um, it does kind of seem like they're trying to lean heavier on the dragons now, though. So I wonder if it's still going to be Norse themed when they finally I mean, release it. I but
1: I do fucking love dragons, as we've talked yeah. about before. Um, the it's like so, so I feel like they've learned a
0: couple things from lore because lore, like there were whole stories going on that I didn't know were happening. Um, like interactions between the like actors that were happening that I didn't know about and so I missed out on a lot of the story of lore Yeah, but in this one they they introduced the town criers who when something was happening there was one nearby who would start shouting that like Thing is about to happen at the statu- statue of St. Michael come see Thing at the statue of St. Michael and so um You would, you know, hear them go screaming and you would see the crowd and and go run and go see what was going on. Um, So I actually know what was happening on that particular night in Aurora, which was pretty cool. Um, They also seemed, it seemed like um, there was something going on in the tavern every bottom of the hour. So we got there at five and heard, we kind of was like, I don't know what to do. So I went to the... um, postman that i saw because i'd seen him talking to some people and giving them something
1: hey he was wait like, a minute mr postman sorry
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so i was like hey we don't really know what to do here and he's like oh take this postcard and give it to the town historian she looks like this and she's over there i was like all right cool i definitely read that postcard aloud as soon as i was out of earshot of the postman <laughs> but um so we w- we went and gave it to the town historian. We're like, "What do we do here?" And she's like, "Oh, um, something's going to be happening in the tavern at six thirty, and the finale is going to be at nine Oh shit! Thanks. Uh so we went to the tavern for six thirty, which was at that time like in ten minutes, and it seemed like reliably, at like yeah. every blank thirty, there was something going on at the tavern. Um, because we were there, we happened to be there at like, oh no, we waited in the in the tavern for a while until. Uh, 7, because this guy named Tinker was like, I'm going to arm wrestle the Queen of Aurora, it's going to be great. Uh, and that was that <laughs> video I posted about him getting thrown on the ground. Um, I have more videos of like the lead up to that that were pretty funny, but they're too long for Twitter. Um, Twitter doesn't like it when I post videos that are longer than 45 seconds. But
1: Hate that the truth.
0: Ain't that the truth. But it, Tinker ended up being one of our favorite characters. <laughs> we're standing there in the tavern, they're like, And my friend's just kind of like, I kind of want to see Tinker get his shit wrecked. I'm like, I know, right? My friend messages me and he's like, I'm finally here. And I was like, good. We're in the tavern waiting for Tinker to get his whole entire shit wrecked. And like, then he did, but we were still kind of rooting for him. Um, he was also, I made a tweet that was like, Tinker asked me to do 10 pushups to join his, uh, alliance. And so I did. And while I was doing that, a forest spirit stepped on my back. um, and that's the weirdest thing that happened to me at Aurora. That was same character. Um, the forest spirit was a Celtic creature called the Puka. I didn't know how to spell that, so I just said forest spirit. Um He was also a part of lore, but he was just standing at the mausoleum looking spooky the whole time, so I didn't know he was like a character. Um now I know. He's he speaks in sign language. Uh oh, he's that's very sweet.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah, he's really cool. Um but it was just a fun time it was a very different time since it was less crowded and I was just talking to characters instead of like doing stuff the whole time my uh, friend and I spent a good like 15 minutes just roasting one of the hunter characters (laughs) in the tavern because he has no game and doesn't know how to talk to women (laughs) (laughs) and we got like a whole bunch of other people in the tavern in on just roasting this guy (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot of fun, and that got interrupted by a plot point, and so we're like, that's when I figured out, like, oh, every blank 30, there's going to be something happening, I guess. Um, And, yeah, it was a good time, and I hope that they do do another season, because I was, like, I am like, super stoked for the summer season, and I'm hoping that since there's more time in between Aurora and Mythos than there was in between Lore and Aurora, they're going to have more time to, like, get their shit together, because that was kind of a big problem with this one, with, like, they they just had a lot of very, very sudden delays, and nobody really knew when tickets were going to go on sale, and it was kind of a mess. So yeah. hopefully with – also, Utah summers are more predictable than Utah winters. So hopefully, like, weather won't be as much of an issue. And,
1: I feel you know, like I want to dress up. Like, that sounds like something. They I'm encourage that. Yeah.
0: You might get mistaken for an actor. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that happens a lot, but um, – that's okay. I mean,
1: as long as just, I don't embarrass you, know you.
0: <laughs> don't want to embarrass Kay, but also, oh, no. I mean, my friend got mistaken for an actor while we were there and they were just like, Oh, I, d- I don't, I don't work here. And they, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um,
1: I've gotten but, mistaken as somebody who works at several hundred places just, like, walking around, and I don't know if me it's too. because I walk with a certain amount of authority or what, but, like, people come up to me in stores all the time, and they're like, uh, excuse me, do you, do you work here? Or, like, I, I'm like, I don't work here.
0: The worst combination is if I'm wearing my work badge somewhere that's not my work.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Like, especially if it's a place that has badges or whatever. People are like, excuse me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't work here. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. It happens. And they do have, like, the the people that actually work there that are actors in the park are, like, have a um, glowing, like, crystal necklace that they're supposed to be wearing somewhere on their costume. Uh, but sometimes they're hard to see or they get, like, they, the light goes out or they get obscured by fabric or, you know, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but that's kind of cute. But
0: yeah, the big thing this time was a they had a like a cipher mm. going, and I was I kind of was like I want no part in this because ciphers and codes and whatnot are not my thing. Uh, <laughs> my friend did try to solve it. Um, my friend did try to solve it, so like she and my other friend were running around doing that while my friend, my other friend, and I were like roasting Durable in the bar <laughs> and whatnot. But there's definitely like plenty to do at these things they had ice skating but we didn't do that um it was a very small rink and i was like that's not like i love ice skating but i didn't want to be in that tiny little rink and i figured like going to have other things to do um yeah it's it's still good i just hope that they can get their shit together for the summer season and like really really pull it off um I did get frustrated at the end of the night when I didn't know where the finale was supposed to be happening. And, like, I talked to two different actors, and they weren't able to tell me. And I'm just like, you should know. And I, like, I know someone who works in the park, and I talked to him afterward. And he was like, well, why the fuck didn't they just tell you? Like, they sent out a newsletter before that told oh them where everything God. was happening. They knew.
1: Jesus. So, I don't that know. was kind of frustrating. <laughs> how are they going to, like, how are they going to focus on dragons? Like, well, that seems
0: uh, hard. So... When I was in the bar roasting dervil with my friend, um, <laughs> there was this other hunter there named Killian, a female hunter. And yeah. someone ran in and was like, Killian, there's this guy out there and he's screaming for you. I, I don't know who he is. And so she's like, what the fuck? So she went outside and my friend and I were like, oh shit. And so we followed her and she runs up to this guy. and It turns out to be like her, her brother. And he's freaking out because he saw a horde of dragons flying towards Evermore. And he's been running ever since. And that was two days ago. And so, and he's like, where are the dragon trainers? And she's like that way. And so he starts marching and the town. Crier is like, come to the statue of St. Michael. Um, and so we all follow this and they start just screaming at each other. Um, because the dragon trainers apparently last Saturday did a ritual in hopes of bringing back the dragons Because, like, when I went Okay, so when I went to Lore, there was, like One dragon puppet that they had um, Okay and they like, So they oh, do have,
1: like, people. dragon puppet A dra- yeah. a dragon puppet
0: Well, they had Supposedly this time they had two, but I didn't actually see them in the park On that night Yeah. Um. But, you know, she's at Lore She was like, oh, he's the last of his kind, or whatever Um. And they had, like Dragon and, like, dragon eggs were a big theme that I was seeing in, like, the advertising for this season. And so they uh, did some kind of ritual with silver to... So that was, like, a quest you could have worked on for this season of Aurora, was giving the Dragon trainers silver so they could use it in this ritual. They did their ritual. Apparently it worked, because now there's this horde of dragons flying towards Evermore. Um, and... I wish you could uh, see was-
1: how happy my
0: face is. <laughs> So this this guy, I don't remember his name, uh, Killian's brother, was flipping his shit, because like, that doesn't seem like a good thing. And then they got into a confrontation with the King of Aurora, Eirik, um, because he killed all the dragons way back in the annals of history, apparently. And he's like, and he was like, I know what I did was wrong, um, but it was us or them. And they kind of come to an uneasy truce. And they're like, We'll see what happens when the dragons get here, I guess. So, but they didn't come back. I thought that was going to factor into the, um, finale of that night. It didn't. So they're probably going to be a big theme for the next yeah. season.
1: I hope I see When they had time to make more
0: dragon puzzle puppets. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> bring me the dragons. I think the goblins come back. I missed the goblins this time. I spent so much time hanging out with the goblins during lore. They were so funny and they weren't there that night. It was sad. Aww. Um, And the Fey King got replaced by a shitty tree.
1: You're like, give me the Fey King. <laughs> so
0: apparently he was supposed to come back, but they just didn't have time to recreate his costume. Hmm. So they kind of like wrote him out for a season and hopefully they'll be able to bring him back. Uh, yeah. That's understandable. But, like There was maybe a month in between lore and aurora possibly less they just didn't have enough time to do a lot of stuff so that's why i think mythos will probably be a bit more realized um and hopefully they'll be done with some of the construction they were doing on the park at the time because there was a lot of chain link fences
1: (laughs) it's bringing me out of the immersion man
0: (laughs) my immersion my
1: immersion
0: (laughs) um yeah that's that's my Pre-salt. Oh, I guess I could say that the finale was a little bit boring because they were just like, "Bye, Aurorians." Here's a here's a blanket with the Evermore crest on it, and, I, and like the the finale for lore was like a big fucking cataclysmic event, and then it was just like, "Bye, we'll miss you." And I guess it was cute and all, but I was just like, "Oh, this wasn't really what I was expecting." Yeah. But it was still. I just, long Interno, please come back. I love you. <laughs> come
1: back, dwarves. Play some more music, um,
0: but yeah. Anyway, that's my pre-salt.
1: Um, okay, so I'll start off with something I forgot to talk about last. Um, last pre salt
0: Did you did you talk to me about this after the recording? Because I remember I absolutely this story. Did
1: yeah. Okay. Um, so and and I did tweet about it when it happened because I thought I lost my mind for a second. But like, um, so Sorry. I forgot to mention this in my pre-salt. But like, I was walking through the mall um the on the same day that i received and lost um and received again the um overwatch uh keychain um so we were going through the mall and we're downstairs and i'm walking by and like um i just see fucking palpatine and i don't mean like like a shitty costume i mean like like almost movie grade costume palpatine like high level cosplay Palpatine walking by, and not not only is it Palpatine, but there's like Imperial guards and bounty hunters around him, right? In like full regalia. And so and I I would like to admit that I hadn't slept well that night before. And like I you know, I was really hyped up from receiving my snake son. Um so I I grabbed my friend's arm and I was like Palpatine. <laughs> I'm like, please, please tell me you see Palpatine, too. Otherwise, you need to call the hospital right now. Um, And she was like, yes, I do see Palpatine. He's there. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Right? Because, like, I thought I had lost. I was like, this is it. I've lost my mind. I'm seeing Palpatine. Like, whatever I thought I was going to hallucinate. Like, Palpatine ain't it. Um, and then I remembered that there's a, uh, lightsaber academy in the mall right now which um is is cool but that's where like the all the there were cosplayers all night there and i think they were promoting it but like fucking you don't expect to be walking through the goddamn mall and then just see fucking palpatine (laughs) like i'm gonna be (laughs) i just was like what the fuck um I, I looked at the lightsaber academy, but I was like, this is not a place for people who aren't white men, apparently. Um, you know, you know, when you just get the vibe that you're not welcome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that I'll be doing that, but it is cool to look at. Um, so that happened. And then somebody reminded me, I think it was we were talking about, Chris and um, Chris Mosier on Twitter There was, like, a post on his, uh, on his, like, I don't know, like, um, Jeremy responded to a tweet with a picture of a sword that was made out of a guitar, and then, um, Jake said, and I was like, oh, fuck a gun blade, this is Chris's new weapon, and then Jake said something about, like, being the axe man, right? So they went through this whole thing and I was like, oh man, this reminded me of, I just wanted to get this like train of thought out. This reminded me of like one time my dad um, told me, so fun fact, my dad, my dad, if you didn't know, his name is Rock, R-O-C-K. Um, he, that's his birth name. Like it wasn't changed. That's just his name. Um, and uh, he is a musician and he's played music like since he was in high school um because one he wanted something to do because he had to spend time in his room for a while every night and also b he said i didn't didn't know how else i was gonna get girls except for to be a musician which just burned into my mind um but like he's he can play pretty much anything with strings but like he's mainly a bass player um and i have his first bass so i my whole life i've heard stories of like his bands that he's been in because he's toured and done a bunch of stuff um now he just does like cover band stuff which is cool but like he once told me about like one of his first bands he had this amp and it was like a tube amp and it started making this weird sound right and like my dad was like i'm just gonna get rid of this because it was a kit amp so he built it himself um and he's like i'm just gonna get rid of this and the one of his one of the guitar players in the band was like no can i have this He's like, "Sure, whatever." So, it was about the time that like prog rock was coming into fashion. Um and so like theremins were becoming a thing that people were using in their music, and this this amp because of whatever was happening to it was making like this weird electronic sound, and they used it to write the song Axe Wizard, <laughs> which is um the, the like, only part of it that I remember, because Dad found a recording of it uh, and played it for me, and I wonder if he still has it, but, like, the only part I remember is, The axe wizard is here, prepare to run in fear, right? And, like...
0: Wizards is in your blood.
1: Yeah, wizards are in my <laughs> it's in blood. in DNA. <laughs> I can't escape wizardry. Um, and there's like, there's like this weird, like, sound happening in the, um, background. Um, and it's, it's a wild ass fucking time. So I, I wanted to share that with you all because I thought it was fucking hilarious and I like just randomly remembered it because of this whole exchange. I was like, oh man, the axe wizard. Um, he's here, prepare to run in fear. And, like, I- I sometimes quote that, but, like, I- and I realize that this is, like, a meme for one. Because, like, I guess two, because my dad knows about it. Um, but yeah, that- like, you're getting the best of 70s music right there. Like, the Axe Wizard. Um, (laughs) clearly. (laughs) Um, and then my final piece of pre-salt is that, um, I- um uh horizon zero dawn there we go sorry my brain just like gave up on living um
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a hard reboot
1: yeah just bang yeah um so yeah, i when along with um metal gear solid 5 Richard sent me a bunch of games uh, that he had had in his collection and he was cleaning it out and or, like he either had digitally or whatever. And one of the games he sent me was Horizon Zero Dawn and everybody's like Jesse, we want you to draw fan art of Aloy, so you need to hurry up and play that game. <laughs> um and so last night I played one round of Overwatch and I was like I hate this right now. So I was like what if I just instead, you know, booted up Horizon Zero Dawn. So I did. That game is fucking beautiful. Um, It
0: sure is. God.
1: It's so pretty. And like immediate like immersion into the story. Like the, like as soon as the guy starts talking and he's like, we're going to take you to the place for the naming ceremony. Like I'm having a great fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I really enjoyed all of that. I, uh, made it through the whole, like, her little childhood part and then into the beginning of, like, um, her getting ready for the, the, what do you, the, the proving. (laughs) Um, I am really enjoying the aesthetic of this game. I could not figure out where I was in time. And then I, like, you know, got it eventually as, um, you get more and more clues. I like the techno robots the dinosaurs the techno dinosaurs um pleasant the sneaking gives me a fucking heart attack like i enjoy it but then also i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to get squashed um but yeah
0: cosplay has been making a lot of uh horizon zero dawn uh cosplays and they're always really cool
1: yeah this this game is super beautiful and i'm really enjoying the aesthetic of it and uh the, the gameplay is interesting, too, because it's a mix of a lot of di- different things, you know? Um, and I, I was, like, I'm getting, like, this weird combo of, like, the stuff I enjoyed about Ask Creed Odyssey and the stuff I enjoyed about um, Breath of the Wild, which is a weird combo, but, like, the gameplay aspects that I enjoyed from those are kind of in this game. Um, so we'll see as we go on. There are mechanics I've already forgotten, um, but that's just... I'm... I'm dumb and bad at math as we all know. So, uh,
0: (laughs) we both are, as we both revealed last week, (laughs) (laughs) live on the podcast. Yeah.
1: Um, Oh God. The Earlier. So yesterday, uh, was my, was my day of birth. Um, and happy birthday again. you. Um, and so shout, thank you also to everybody who wished me a happy birthday, but, uh, People asked me what I was doing, and I, I'm i afraid I'm really boring. I'm real fucking boring. Um, partially because I have depression about it, but, like, also, like, I just – it's raining really hard right now in Cali, and nobody knows how to fucking drive. And they think they can slam on their brakes, um, and they will skid to their – Dude. There's LaCroix raining in the sky. Yeah, there's LaCroix falling <laughs> from the sky, which is funny because- That video made it
0: to a local news station recently.
1: The funniest part about that is that, like, I literally went to a party and then immediately put down my LaCroix and lost it and then found it again and I was so happy, but I was like, I truly am a California hipster. Um, <laughs> but... uh I, so, like, it's raining super hard, and people don't know that you have to just kind of, like, let off your gas, and everything's flooding, and it's just, it's a nightmare realm right now, um, so I don't, I didn't want to drive, really, anywhere, I wanted to take the time on my birthday, because I, when I was driving home from a party on Friday night, I, there was a point where my car was just floating, um. Oh, yikes. Yeah, so I was like, hmm, I don't want to do this again, um, so, uh, we had the party at we had a party i say in quotation marks i did laundry that's how that's how like responsible i was on my birthday um did laundry cleaned and then my mom decided she was going to have a uh she she was like what do you do you would you eat a cake and i'm like i'm really trying not to you know i'm really trying to only eat things i can count um which led to – a. my friend did buy me macarons, though, for my birthday and had people sing to me. So I ate some macarons because she paid for them and they were also fucking delicious. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I guess I'm allowed to have a birthday treat. I'm just really strict with myself, I guess. Um, but my mom was like, okay, so we have this, like, low-calorie apple fritter thing. Can I put candles in this and then sing you happy birthday, right? And I was like, yeah, of course. Um, that sounds great. I love, I love cinnamon apple flavor, anything. Like, it's just a good fucking flavor. It's a good combo. Yeah. Um, and so we were measuring it out and we were trying to divide it by four and it was just like three lesbians who could not do fucking math. (laughs) I'm like, we're gay and bad at math. Um, and my mom started laughing really hard. It was also funny because my dad locked himself out of his bedroom the other night (laughs) (laughs) I and I messaged the salt and he was just fucking eating cereal right and so my mom and I had to get him back into his room while he's eating cereal and like my mom and I are trying to rush so that my dad doesn't lose patience and like just drop kick the door open right like it would have been a bad time um so my mom and I are like hurrying to get the door open while my dad is just fucking chomping on cereal in our ears um but so I messaged the chat and Jake was like how many men does it take to open a locked door none because the lesbians did it for him. <laughs> um so yeah it was funny but uh yeah that was a funny moment on my birthday too. I got a heating pad and some fingerless gloves for my birthday cuz it's really cold. Um and that was a super nice gift. I also like I've I've talked about before my um my my keyboard that I have and my shoe rack were the big things I wanted for my birthday. I wanted a, a shoe rack that was sturdier than a bunch of plastic pipes that were just poked into each other. Um, so my mom got me one made of metal <laughs> and I got my uh, keyboard and those were my big birthday gifts. Very practical and I'm very thankful for them. Like the other day I was just typing away on my keyboard and I was like, <laughs> I love it so much. Um, but, yeah, that's what I did for my birthday. It was very low-key, and, uh, everybody got to see how bad at math we are, um, (laughs) and I enjoyed my apple crispy thing. So, yeah, I mean, like, it sounds, it sounds boring, but, like, I'm an adult now, and just sometimes life is like that, and I really appreciated not having to drive in the rain again, because the night before was, like, a nightmare realm. um, but... The last piece of pre-salt I have that I just remembered that I didn't write here um, is—I guess I have a couple. I—I I just started watching this uh, YouTube channel where the girl like reviews LARPing things that she does, like big ones where she like you know you like pay money and you live at a place. Um, let me find this—the name of this YouTube channel for you real quick. It should just be in my subscriptions because I just added it. Um, I guess her name's Momo O'Brien. I just started watching her today, but, like, if you guys want to go see some crazy, cool, different kinds of LARPing, I recommend that. Like, I'm, like, holy- I probably can't afford to do that kind of LARPing, but it's cool to, uh, to see. Um, like, there's one where they stay on fucking three different ships and they're pirates. That's cool, and they actually sail. Okay. Yeah, no, like, I, I, yeah. They did this, um, like, she does the high fantasy one- but she also did oh, this this
0: huge medieval hall was actually suggested to me a while ago and I was like what the fuck is that and I didn't click on it but
1: yeah now I know yeah it's the larping videos um she also did um uh, that that's how I ended up in this fucking pit of despair um she also did one about she did a larp um penny dreadful larp uh which was like a victorian themed one that was horror um so
0: post-mortem one was probably terrifying
1: yeah um so it was at a it took place at a old hotel in new orleans and um it's like a historical hotel and each there were like three different factions and you all got different um like pins, depending on what fashion you were in. Some of you were monsters, some of you were circus people, and I forget what the last group was. I think they were secret hunters. Um but that I don't know. It's pretty cool. If you got if you if you're like me and um you eat a lot of your meals alone and you just want some background noise, it's pretty fun to uh to view. And then I had one more fucking thing for my pre-salt, and it just escaped my brain. Oh, um, (laughs) Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Guillermo del Toro. That's coming out, and I'm. Does it have a release date? Um, I don't know. There was like a teaser trailer saying that this is going to happen for a while. Well, the teaser trailer just came out.
0: Okay, if there's a teaser trailer, that's a little bit more credible.
1: Um, yeah, new teasers came out. Um,. If
0: you don't know what scary stories to tell in the dark is, y'all missing out.
1: Yeah. And it's already terrifying, and I'm going to scream. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, I guess it had a Super Bowl spot. In theaters, August. That is what it says. Um, we're working with the same vague timelines of fucking, um, That's less vague
0: than Evermore.
1: Yeah. Evermore. It's just summer,
0: which is somewhere between May and August.
1: Yeah. It just says in theaters, August. And there's all these little teasers of the different kinds of the stories that they tell you. Um, the pale lady, red spot, jangly man, big toe, this, I'm going to, so my friend and I already, I already, um, I messaged it to her. We were all screening. um, and I'm like, I'm going to embarrass the crap out of you in the theater. But yes, those the teaser trailer. Yes, that is that is why I suddenly remembered this. Um, so it's super exciting. I think actually because I I follow Guillermo del Toro and um, and but I actually I think Kojima posted about it, of course, because they're bros. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And then I saw that the teaser spot had come out. So. Um, yeah, exciting. That's my uh, pre-salt.
0: Alright, moving on to the salt. Um, I talked last week about how I was afraid that my songbird skirt is ugly. Um, I added two extra layers of tulle to my petticoat, and I was like, well, it looks a little better. Um, and then last night, I decided to just... Buckle down and make a mock-up of the jacket, cause my um my purple sateen is coming in soon. So I wanted to be ready for it. Um so I did that, and once I kinda like got it on my mannequin over the skirt, because it didn't it didn't look right. Like I like put it on myself and I was like, it doesn't look right because I don't have the skirt on. So I put it on my mannequin over the skirt and like pinned the back closed where there's gonna be a zipper, and I looked at it again and it kind of like it's kind of tight, so it kind of squished the skirt into the shape that I needed it to be, and I was like, oh, oh, it looks fine! Yeah, it looks, looks good. cute! Um, so, yeah, I it, my skirt's fine, my brain's just mean, <laughs> as I predicted last week as well, but, um, yeah, having the, the two extra layers of tool definitely helped, but then also, um, having the jacket over, because, like, I, I mentioned this briefly in the, in the post where i like sent the pictures of my jacket like on the mannequin um but i um got the pattern from this uh from faunina cosplay and she like she like has a songbird attire cosplay group on facebook that i joined oh that's and she had like a materials list and she she like printed um some of the fa- some of the like garter fabric on spoonflower, and she's like 3d she will like 3d print you the buttons and everything for the costume upon request for a very reasonable price and so i've gotten a lot of stuff from her she did a tutorial for the skirt a tutorial for the back bow which was what i, what I was complaining about when i was like this you know the to- tutorials like make a circle skirt, and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm just like the math lady, because I have never made a circle skirt before, uh, or, well, I have, but it was, I had a pattern piece, so, <laughs> and I still fucked it up, so, like, but she, so she did a whole bunch of tutorials and stuff, and the so... The bow looked
1: super, super duper fucking cute. The bow turned out cute, um... Not to be your hype man over here,
0: <laughs> but I will but, be. um... <laughs> I was fretting because my skirt wasn't turning out the way that Nina's looked. So, uh, but she also constructed hers differently because she did a, a hoop skirt instead of a petticoat. So I think that's part of it. And then again, like I got the jacket on top. I was like, Oh, it looks fine. So I just was comparing myself to someone who is a stronger seamstress because she's been doing this for longer, first of all. And also yeah. like, it's never going to look as good as another person's picture. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's fair. (laughs) So I was just, I was being unfair and it looks better now that I've got the jacket. Um, and it'll look really good when I get the jacket made out of a nice fabric, uh, which should be according to my UPS tracking. It's supposed to be here by 8 PM tomorrow. So then (laughs) if I can get my goddamn serger working, maybe then I can, fucking do this jacket i my serger stopped working today it was just like mm, i'm gonna break a thread every single time you try to use me now for lols rip because i hate you and i'm just like i hate you too serger and so
1: <laughs> you guys need couples therapy you and your yeah serger. well i've contacted
0: a repair shop but i sent the email at like 7:30 at night so he's probably not getting it back to me until tomorrow but until then i just i'm just gonna stew and i posted like I wrote, I keep breaking threads for no obvious reason on a piece of paper and, like, stuck it in front of my machine and posted the picture to Facebook.
1: (laughs) Like, it's like, surgery shaming. I, uh, my, so, my friend, we met in college in Seattle, and she's like, here, you can borrow my sister's sewing machine for, um, for a project I was doing where I was, this is so goddamn dumb, but I was making a, uh, a like Celtic warrior costume. Don't, don't judge me. Art school is a weird place and weird time. Um, this, this was for an art project, by the way. It wasn't just like a personal Jesse's cosplaying Celtic warrior for no reason. Um, so anyway, so I was sewing this thing and I snapped a thread somehow to where like it went back into this part of the machine that it shouldn't have been able to get into and We had to take the whole thing apart to fix it, and I was just like, I am so sorry. But my friend was just laughing because she's like, I've never seen it break like this. Like, I've never seen anybody break a machine like this. I am astounded by how broken you made this. And I was just (laughs) like, (laughs) like, wow, (laughs) we fixed it. It was fine, but like, it was weird.
0: Whenever I see people so like so you know you pin something and you pin them pin the pins sideways and like yeah so I always pull the pins out as I'm sewing. I do um, too. Be- and it always stresses me out when people just sew over their pins because they one time. Snap. Yeah, well, wh- one time my friend was sewing over her pins and the needle hit the pin and it like created like a fish hook, almost and like got <gasps> stuck in the feed teeth of her machine and we had to sit there and like precariously, like, very carefully (laughs) pry this thing out of the machine, and it took so long, and it was crunch time, of course, because we were younger and foolish, and just... Because we were younger and foolish. (laughs) And it was just, like, it was just a bad time, so ever since then, I've been terrified to sew over my my pins, and, like, yeah, it can break your sewing machine needles, and those things are fucking expensive, so...
1: They can snap, and the needle part from the pin can hit you in delicate places, so... Like your eyeballs. Yeah. So. I was trying to avoid um, thinking about eyes.
0: That, that's the other thing. That's I got those Wonder Clips, and they're fantastic for thick or slippery fabrics, but they're also mm-hmm. nice because I can't sew over them, so I'll never forget to pull them out, um, to have to, like, remove them as I'm sewing. Yeah, the, the next thing I have to move on, I'm going to post a picture in the Discord for your benefit, see of what I'm talking about here.
1: Yes, um, please do. I'm ready.
0: But one of the interesting things that we discovered about Yay. Fool's Idol Astral Night is that she just has this swirling vortex of darkness in the back of her head. Um, And it's like, it's intentional. It's part of her texture pack. It's, I don't, why, I'm going to post another picture. Why is she like this? I just don't understand
1: Maybe you could, I'm assuming you're going to wear a wig with this. Yes. Maybe you could, maybe (laughs) you could like braid or twist the wig in the back and then circle it like a bun and then use that as a base for like some cool like ribbon things around it. And then you could like, I mean, I can't the piece.
0: She, for those of you who are not getting the benefit of the picture, uh, she's just missing the back of her head and there's just a void there with a swirling black vortex in the center. And it's intentional. Like I said, it's part of her texture pack. So it's not just like, "Mm," they're not going to be able to see the back of her head anyway. So we'll just leave it blank. It's like, they meant for this to look like this. Uh, It's real weird. But uh, another thought that I had was to do a French twist. Yeah. And just like, it's going to be mostly covered by the crown piece anyway. Um, Because originally when I was looking at the artwork, I thought that crown thing was her hair. And I was going to like, use wire and like wrap the hair up the wire and i thought it was gonna look so cool and then i found out about this and i was like oh it's just like why there's there's a couple of other things that are just explained by like it's a texture pack like um the texture on the pages of her book is the book of kells which is really strange but fucking funny but they probably it's probably open source yeah they just got it from like a free texture pack yeah um Somebody like I think it was Co actually Co like found the texture pack that it came from, and was like, "Oh yeah, this is just laziness." And it, they and someone brought up that I believe the rotten in Dark Souls two, um, originally had just like a beer can texture or something on it somewhere, <laughs> and then they removed it when they realized that people could see it.
1: Yeah, I um, mean, like, like. I, I guess it's laziness, but, like, anyone who's ever fucking built models before knows the true horrific pain of doing it, and, like, I just, I mean, like, this was Demon Souls, right? So it's, like, yeah. baby company, not sure, like, that this is gonna be a thing yet. Like, I would use the free texture pattern from the Book of Kells, too. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um And plus, like, you don't get a good look at it in the game anyway. Yeah. No one can um, see it until people start doing this. But um, it's just funny, be- mostly because of the way that the S- Soulsborn community is like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So they're just like, "What does it mean?" And then, like, it's just a, it's just a texture. Like, it, it doesn't mean anything. They just thought it would look yeah. cool. Um, or it, it was free and it worked for their purposes or something. Um yep. Definitely, like, um, Astralace and I were t- talking, and she was like why does she have four arms? And I was like, you know, I'm betting they just thought it would look cool. <laughs> like, I don't think this is deeper. I'm going to be with you there. Yeah. Like they probably thought it would look cool. Maybe they were trying to like, um, imitate like some of the Hindu gods and goddesses that have multiple arms. Um, not for any particular reason, just cause they thought it would look neat. Uh, it does look cool to their, in their defense, but I don't think it has any kind of deeper meaning.
1: I think that aside from... There's a lot of things that, like, I, 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 I think I sort of tried to touch on um when I was on Don't Give Up Skeleton about... Because uh, I was specifically talking about design and game design at that time. Um, but particularly with, like, creating a world, you just have, like, these vague rules that you kind of create up, create, and everything in that universe has to follow those kinds of rules. It's like... um. And I hate to use Avatar as an example, but a really great like point in Avatar is like how the limbs on the animals work. They kept it as consistent as possible, depending on the different kinds of creatures, so that your brain allows for that sus- suspension of disbelief of that place. Because like, even though it's entirely made up, it has its own rules, you know, its own aesthetic. So but past that point. They just kind of like, okay, well, let me just create these creatures. And when you're like pushing out stuff and you're throwing ideas against the wall, like as long as it's within those like rules or like that aesthetic of your game world, like you just do it. Like a lot of those things don't necessarily have a deeper meaning. I think because the Souls games in particular have that aspect of like learning lore through objects, people get hyper crazy about it. But I'm like, I think honestly, a lot of it is just aesthetic and like creating things that fit within the aesthetic of the games, especially yeah. with bosses, like y'all need to calm down. And then I yeah, definitely
0: sometimes there is a deeper meaning. Other times it really is just a cigar and you need to calm down. Yeah. But, um, and especially since Demon Souls, like, like you said, it was like the early one. And I, I, y'all know I'm a big demon souls apologist and i defend it fervently from everyone and i love that game but it is pretty rough and the story and lore and everything is a lot rougher and uh harder to interpret than dark souls or especially bloodborne bloodborne was actually pretty straightforward comparatively um they gave you they gave you a lot more information in the later games than in Demon's Soul because it was so new and it's kind of more of a proof of concept of the other games than anything else. So yes. it's a little bit harder to tell what actually means something and what was just there because fuck it. For sure and like but the but the head thing, like it's intentional and it's just really fucking weird. And so we were scratching our heads over that for a minute. Um and I'll I'll figure out a way to have a human skull, but also (laughs) replicate the look of the swirling vortex of darkness, uh, when I end up doing this costume. So it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. (laughs) Um, my last bit of salt, um, I have talked before about how I'm leveling scholar. Um, I did a leveling roulette, and i i was like just one tick away from gaining a level and if you eat food in that game it like gives you like an experience boost you get like three percent extra experience until um the bonus is up and um so i had like 35 minutes left on my well-fed bonus and i'm just like i should take advantage of this i might be able to gain like two levels today instead of one. Whoa, exciting. Exciting times in the life of Kay. Um, So I went to the duty finder, and I looked up what's the highest level dungeon that I can complete right now, because that's kind of like... I did that for White Mage. I was like, I would do my level roulette, and then I would grind the highest level dungeon I could for as long as I would tolerate it, which was usually one or two times a day. Um, maybe not even that actually, to be honest, most of the time I wouldn't bother, but if I really, was like, I want to keep playing, I would do that dungeon like once or twice uh, until I got to Aurum Vale, then I was like, fuck that. But anyway, I looked at Duty Finder and I was level 43. And so the highest level dungeon that I could do was Stone Vigil, which is a level 41 dungeon. And I was like, oh, Stone Vigil. Stone Vigil's not that bad. Um, It'll all be out of there in like 20-25 minutes and, you know, I'll I'll get my extra level and I won't have wasted my well-fed bonus. I was a fool. (laughs) (laughs) I was foolish. I load into the dungeon and I'm with three sprouts who are clearly very green. Again, like the telltale sign, one of them said hi to me in say chat. And I'm like, okay. Um, so it was a paladin that was a, the the sprouts. it was a paladin, a bard, and a red mage.
1: Aren't paladins Um, tanks in this game?
0: They are tanks in this game. So, nah, I mean, I'd also done my leveling roulette with a sprout tank, and he was fine, he was just slow, because he was nervous, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, we didn't die, but, um... Anyway, we start going, and he is like scared of his own shadow. It, it feels like he um, is pulling really small mobs and hesitates to go into rooms. And so, like, I'm not saying anything to him. I'm just like, go, just,
1: make the pulls. Like, maybe let's, Tank let's. wasn't the right fit for you.
0: Yeah, like I was like, I was like, what are you afraid of? I was like at my yelling at my screen, what are you afraid of? And oh like, God. this isn't Dark Souls, bro. Like it's not gonna there's not gonna be a monster that's just gonna fucking wreck you sitting around the corner like you're gonna be <laughs> there, you got three
1: buddies behind you you're gonna be okay like maybe I should so, be a tank maybe I should just load up Final Fantasy like and this is this is the Joy time. On
0: Fairy. we'll play together <laughs> um, but it's just and so we're going pretty slowly which is not the end of the world Um, but at some point I notice that he is just getting fucked by every mob. And I'm like, what is going on with this guy? And, um, I like, I look at him and I'm like, he's not in tank stance, which is kind of a big deal in 14, especially Mm -hmm. in these higher level dungeons, because it, um, it reduces the amount of damage you do, but it also reduces the amount of damage you take. Um, Mm -hmm. and it also, um, Causes you to generate more aggro So you can hold on to enemy groups more readily uh, Which is important for me as a healer Because healers generate tons of hate Um, So he kept losing aggro And he was dealing quite a bit of damage But he was also taking just massive amounts of damage And I'm like, well, you know He'll he'll probably probably turn it on for the boss He didn't
1: (laughs) A baby Uh,
0: By this point two members of my free company have logged on. So I'm just all caps screaming at them. This dungeon is a nightmare. Um, <laughs> we wiped for the first boss. Um, and so I very cautiously, well, we make it the second time and then and he still hasn't turned on um, tank stance. So I say to my free company, I'm like, what's the Paladin tank stance called? Cause I know what it is for dark knight; It's grit. Um, but I didn't know what it was for Paladin cause I've never played Paladin. And so my friend's like, Shield Oath. And so in party chat, I'm like, Shield Oath? (laughs) And and then all of a sudden it's like, and plus Shield Oath. And I'm like, thanks. (laughs) Um, And so at least then he was taking less damage, but he was still terrified of his own shadow. Uh, He kept getting lost and getting us turned in circles, which made me realize how used I am to just blindly following the tank throughout dungeons. I don't actually know how to navigate dungeons in Final Fantasy XIV. That's kind of a problem. So I'm not blaming him for that. But um, at one point, I remember there was a—I saw there was a staircase that we were going to, and I could see like the the, the Final Fantasy XIV equivalent of the boss fog. And he kept like going between two other paths that just led to dead ends. And I was like, oh, he wants the treasure chest, so I went and got the treasure chest and went back out, and he's, like, totally perplexed by this treasure chest. Like, uh, an item came out of it, but it didn't go to me? Like, because it just kind of, like, when you open treasure chests in that game, it's either loot that you all vote on, or it's just like an item, and it picks a random person to go to. So you could, so if I open the chest, it might be like, Jesse gets two ethers. And it's like, alright. Um, and, like, he's just perplexed by it, and so finally I just, like, Kept trying to point in the direction that we were supposed to go. <laughs> I'm like, D- by this point, we've Please. been in the dungeon for thirty minutes
1: <laughs>
0: because uh, he was just making these tiny pulls, and like the DPS didn't really know what they were doing either. And so, and everybody's very quiet, and I didn't really know what to say to anybody because I'm just like, what What the fuck do I know? Right? And You're like, I've like, never This prison. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm just like, I'll just you know, it's almost over, and we get to the final boss, and, um, I'm trying to keep the tank alive, and both the DPS wipe, and it was a it was a Red Mage and a Bard, and I, I'm kind of looking at the Red Mage, and I'm like, fuck me, I hope you have Vercure at this level, and so I raised him first. Turns out, Red Mage doesn't get Vercure until level 54. Really? Um, so, it was pointless, but then the Bard, um, respawned back at the back at the checkpoint and had to stand outside the boss door and <laughs> wait for us like a chump instead of waiting for me to rance her. And so I'm just like ah. and so we all wipe and after that I'm just like um Bard, um next time please wait for me. I'll raise you when I can. Just wait in the arena please next time. And I'm just, like, I'm just, like, falling apart. I'm just, like, I can't... How long have I been in this dungeon? When will (laughs) I escape? (laughs) I'm trapped in the dungeon. (laughs) Will I escape before the time runs out? Because there's time limits on these dungeons. They give you usually between 60 and 90 minutes to complete them.
1: Does his K escape dungeon? Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) And so, finally
0: finally we made it and i was just like yeah whoa, we made it thanks everyone and i just bounced instantly <laughs> <sighs> and i get to my free company and i was like i'm free <laughs> went through the dungeon of hell i like we were in there for like 40 minutes this is not <laughs> a long dungeon i just like it's just like everything that could have gone wrong did i had an inexperienced paladin um, I am slightly inexperienced with that dungeon, so I couldn't really tell him any different. I was also too timid to tell him any different. Um, that was part of it. That I probably could have taken charge and been like, alright, everybody follow me. Um, I did not. Like, they were all new. It wasn't really their fault, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't a nightmare for me.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, because um, sometimes you're like, this is nobody's fault, but I'm also not having a good time. Yeah. That's
0: why I didn't want to, like, get mad at any- I didn't want to say anything to anybody, because I didn't want them to think I was mad, because it's, like, yeah. I, like, I was mad, but I, I didn't want them to know that.
1: Yeah, I, I <laughs> it's think- it's their fault. Yeah, like, you see, the other day I was playing a game, and, uh, in, o- in Overwatch, obviously, and, um, I- I was mad because we were losing, but, like, also, I could- actively see that my team was trying their best and i'm like well our best isn't good enough but at least you're trying <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like um
0: oh god i throw back to when i was playing a realm reborn but i got the, the steps of faith and duty finder um recently and like I had flashbacks to the time somebody screamed at me because i didn't know the mechanics to a fight that i had never seen before uh, and, like because we failed the duty the first time and they just like flipped the fuck out and, like how dare you not know a thing you've never seen before? but thankfully that time went much more smoothly but <laughs> just like I didn't like I, I don't want to be that person like
1: yeah ever but you so. I feel I feel like yeah I, I feel like there's like a level of lenience to like trying to help versus like someone who's just fucking mean.
0: Just yeah, and de- mean. Definitely, I've had times where like the person's obviously frustrated with me, but they're still trying to help me, because uh, yeah. they know it's not productive to be mean. That happened a lot when I was leveling Dark Knight, because I was such an awful Dark Knight, but like I told this story on the podcast of the guy being like, stop at the boss fog, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, he puts a marker on the ground, he's like, take the boss to that spot, and turn <laughs> your back against the wall. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it was like so obvious that he was super frustrated with me, but he didn't kick me out, didn't yell at me, and tried to so get through to me in terms that I could understand.
1: He's trying to he's trying to be a good teacher, but he's also now like that I've I didn't lost
0: the sprout this. icon. I feel like I've lost a certain amount of immunity to jerks. Where it's like now, now I'm not a newbie, and I should know better, even if I'm like. You know, this is my first time in the Temple of the Fist or whatever.
1: But the Temple of the Fist. Temple my of the eyebrows, fist is a real dungeon. My eyebrows just, like, did the thing, and, like, the the thing where they go up and down a bunch, and I'm like, they're flying away because they're going to
0: <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. Final Fantasy, man. But,
1: yeah, that's my salt. All right, I'm going to get this out of the way real quick. No spoilers, but I watched the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 and I was big sad. And I was like, I would like to say that it's not like a bad ending. That's not what I'm saying. It's it's a fulfilling ending to this game. It's a heartfelt ending to this vine. Um, but like, it just made me so sad. And I'm like, maybe I just should never have known the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, maybe I should have just gone through my entire life. And like just not known, um, and that's all I'll say about that because that's that's where I was. I, I it was just funny because I was like, why did I do this to myself? But and there's definitely there's definitely like I I think too like the the feeling of like you've waited so long to know what the conclusion is going to be, and then like it happens, and you're like, what do I do now? Um, yeah, yeah, that was. That was part of it. But that's all I'll say about that. I guess I'll just sit here with my feelings. <laughs> yeah, and I can't tell anyone. That's the worst part. I'm like, I can't tell anyone. I just have to wait 50 years till they get to the ending of the game. Um, Maybe
0: I should watch the cutscenes too because I don't intend to buy the game anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I don't have money for that right now. So um, the next the next piece of salt is like a weird a weird event. And I don't want to talk about it too much, because apparently Demi Lovato got bullied off of Twitter again, because all she did was like, oh, yeah, these 21 Savage memes are kind of funny. And then, like, people like, how dare you, even though they were the ones making the memes, so that (laughs) happened. But, like, um... No one's allowed to joke about anything serious, ever. Yeah. Never. (laughs) Except for us, but not Demi Lovato. Um... I, it, but like my general reaction to this this what what happened is like kind of like what the fuck is going on on here on this day um because essentially I mean probably everyone knows this by now but like I I see this thing about him about 21 savage being deported and I'm like deported to where and then it's like turns out he illegally immigrated here in 2005 from the UK and I'm like what? because most people will probably know that, like, when he cited where he's from, he said Atlanta, Georgia, and, like, he's worked with a bunch of artists who are Atlanta natives in Atlanta, helped, He's, like,
0: like part of the Atlanta music community now. Like. Yeah.
1: And, like, he, he like, helped made, like, youth group things for children, like, in Atlanta, like, really gave money back to the community and stuff, you know? And, like, i i I never heard him with an accent like granted he came here 14 years ago but like i just like he's i and like it seemed like other people in atlanta were shocked to find out that he wasn't from atlanta also that he was just from the uk and i'm just like what is going on on here in this day like what kind of spy level fucking what what do you even call that like a uh uh what would that check be in D&D, like a uh, bluff, or like a dis- deception check.
0: Yeah, I guess a roll for a deception.
1: Yeah, he rolled a fucking 20 in his deception check, because I did not fucking know he was from the UK. Um, and, uh, you know, they're like, oh, we're deporting him now, which- there's a lot of suspicious stuff behind this. Cause at first I was like, what is going on? Um, it is weird that he did do a performance like two weeks before and like, in a song talking about, um, specifically the border crisis with ice right now and our current issues there. And then like a few days later, someone randomly comes up with the fact that, Oh yeah, he illegally immigrated here in 2005. Um, I feel like part I I mean like people can disagree with me but like I feel like it would never have been suspicious if he wasn't black also like I feel like mm-hmm. it would have been a much longer time before perhaps anyone addressed this issue but he's a black man with money and like trying to talk about you know issues in America and suddenly they're making him disappear just saying not to be not to be that like tinfoil hat person but I'm just saying um And, uh, that's all I'll say about that before I get bullied off of Twitter. Um, and then, in passing briefly, what the fuck happened with Liam Neeson in the- Yeah, I- Is he, like- Is he okay?
0: Like, should he get checked out for dementia? Because I can't- I cannot understand why you would reveal that to- Like, take that kind of secret to your grave, man.
1: Yeah, that one time, like, after a rape of someone you knew, you went you around- You a racist
0: revenge murder?
1: Yeah, like, you were just gonna randomly go kill a black man? Like, what the fuck, man? What the- Yeah, like- He
0: was like, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why you're telling the reporter this either, because bye-bye your career, maybe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> d- bye, Liam Neeson. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, it was just wild. T- fucking 2019 just arrived- and it's fucking wild. Like, that that thing I said to you with the police report, where they were doing a press um, report, and that woman was there signing, but it turns out that she wasn't signing sign language, she was just- She was
0: just doing complete gibberish.
1: Yeah, and, like, nobody- had, like, she just showed up, and the guy was like, oh, we didn't hire an interpreter, but whatever, and he didn't ask any fucking questions, and <laughs> just- and I'm like, your police force is doing a great job. Um, my
0: guess would be that it was a whole string of people saying, not my division.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, so,
0: like, oh, the sergeant must have hired, or, oh, like, the lieutenant must have hired, or, I don't, I don't know, police station or organization, but, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, this other person must have hired her. Oh, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, all of a sudden, everybody's like, wait, if you didn't hire her, and I didn't hire her, and he didn't hire her, then who's flying the plane?
1: Yeah, like, fucking, I, I'm sorry, 2019 has been a year of what the fuck is going on? I mean, to be fair, 20, and it's only, it's only February, 2018 was a year of taking a lot of hard hits at once. And then January, we took some hard hits politically, too. And then now... All of this, all of this celebrity stuff happened in a very short amount of time, and also this lady. And, like, you know, Kay is always telling me, you know, real life is just as crazy as TV sometimes, Jesse. And I'm just like, yeah, but is it? And now, now I know it is, and I shouldn't have questioned it. Um, Yeah. So, what the fuck, Liam Neeson? Um, It is super weird. And I, I mean, like, also, fuck that but also why would you not saying that we shouldn't know this about Liam Musen but like also why would you f- like reveal that
0: yeah to- this this wouldn't be as weird of a story if somebody else had found out about it and told everyone yeah. but instead it came straight from the horse's mouth and that's weird
1: it is weird it's just fucking bizarre um and yeah And my final um, piece of salt. This is going to be a short episode, isn't it? How long have we been talking? Oh, I guess it's an hour and a half. At least it's an hour. Yeah. Fuck. It felt faster than that. Maybe I'm just entertained. Um, (laughs) i hope y'all are as entertained as i am but uh um i made the world's funniest fucking comic and nobody appreciated it and i (laughs) what comic was it it was the one where i um okay listen i was in the shower and i was like what if revolver ocelot was called revolver for an entirely different reason oh that one okay yeah and so i immediately when i get out of the shower i put my my PJ shirt down and I sit down, P down, I put it on and I sit down and I set to drawing. Um, revolver ocelot spinning his PP pee around like a record baby <laughs> right right round round and I'm laughing for the whole five minutes that it took me to draw that and I'm like this is great ha 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 post it like four people laughed how dare you and,
0: Jessie, in my defense you sent that to me at like 5am on a Saturday <laughs> and I didn't see it until well into Saturday afternoon
1: <laughs> Like, I, I like, I. at least Richard laughed is all, I, is all I, I, but I was, like, I was so sad. You know, the funniest part is, like, like, I went to post it, and I was, like, nobody's gonna find this as funny as I find it, because it was, like, ass o'clock in the morning when I drew it, Ew. and, like... <laughs> But, like, this brain, this deep primal urge came to me when I was, like, in the shower. And I was like, this is so fucking funny. And I sit down to draw it and nobody appreciated it as much as I did. Oh, my God. I was like, wouldn't that just be funny? Like, wouldn't it just be hilarious if, like, like, he goes, he's, like, doing this whole dramatic spiel to fucking, um, uh, big boss about how he's it's ocelots are proud creatures and they don't like to share their prey and then he just drops his pants and spins his penis around in a <laughs> circle. <laughs> I'm laughing now at my own stupid fucking joke and my brain just went, my brain to me is like now you'll see why they call me Revolver.
0: <laughs> Ain't that just the way though? Like, you, you told the story before of like, um, how somebody will draw like some beautiful art and it'll get like ten likes on Tumblr or whatever, but then you draw like a picture of an, a butt with a birthday hat and it gets like a thousand <laughs> likes. <laughs> this is like that, but the reverse. <laughs> the
1: reverse. I was so fucking proud of this, y'all, and y'all did not laugh as much as I did. I mean, I'm glad that people enjoyed my actual not shit. I guess it's sort of I, I guess pretty good. Y'all was also kind of a shit post, but like, I actually spent. A, a little bit of time on those that that I am gonna print, if only for like K, Jake, and I to have pretty pretty good nail, um, because I I want my own sticker because I'm that kind of bitch, um, but yeah, listen, I just I love Revolver Ocelot so much in a different way than I loved Dave, um, where Dave is like my sweet son and uh Revolver Ocelot is like I see myself. All the worst parts of myself reflected back at me. I mean, minus the, like, torturer part. I go, spend all this time in torture school getting my torture degree. And <laughs> that drill quote. Um, yeah. But besides that, I, like, all the little shit aspects. And I'm like, I love this character. He's terrible. And, like, I I just I just love Revolver lot, so much. And y'all don't appreciate me. Um, no, I'm joking. Just so you know, y'all, I would never actually shame you into, like, <laughs> feeling bad about this. I was just, like, a little bit sad. I'm not even salty. I'm not even really angry. I was just, like, I knew this would happen. I knew that I found that way too funny. Um, it's, like, that time that <laughs> Nikki sent me that gif, and she meant to just send me the gif of Obi-Wan Kenobi, because it was May the Fourth Be With You. Sure. But, like, it was part oh, of, so like- it was he? Yeah, just said he! <laughs> That set that like he, and it was like 6 a.m. and I hadn't slept, and so I was like, he. I remember you
0: posting a video of yourself like crying while laughing. He, um,
1: yeah, he. Oh, <laughs> to this day, whenever I think about Obi Wan Kenobi, I'm just like, he. Um, yeah, it was one of those cases where I was like, oh man, this is so funny, and nobody found it as funny as I did. Um, but you you all just wait. You'll you'll you haven't seen the the end of this. Um I'll get my revenge when I'm ship posting all of my Revolver Ocelot cosplays where like I'll take a picture of myself holding a sign that says Revolver Ocelot and then label it Revolver Ocelot and then take a picture of that picture and put label it Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> and then like frame it and then put a post it on it like that <laughs> <laughs> Revolver Ocelot.
0: Every time I see that post, it has more Revolver Ocelots on it.
1: <laughs> Revolver Ocelot. Um, I hope you're ready. I just got, I forgot to say this in the pre-salt, but I just got a $12 pair of pants for my Revolver Ocelot cosplay. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah free tee. So I got the free shirt and the $12 pair of pants, and I already have the boots that I'm going to use, and I just got to put those shitty, like, Plastic. Um, I'm because I'm not wearing real spurs anywhere in this Chili's, so I just got to put those on there. I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, having a good time, having a ball. Um, but yeah, just wait. You think you've seen the last of my shit posts, but I will be back <laughs> with more shitposts posts that are even shittier shit posts. Um, so that's my salt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, now we're moving into imported salt. (laughs) Um, The first comes from Michael Pren at Michael underscore Prenn. Good morning, kosher salt commandos. My salt today is about jobs. They suck, and their weird relationship with skills sucks. Employees with knowledge and training are rewarded with more work, and often more difficult work. Sometimes I wish I could unlearn stuff to (laughs) avoid being pulled in eight directions at different directions. Anyway... Y'all have a great Monday and stay salty. P.S. I'm sure I'm not the first to mention it, but the dumb social media aspects of Kingdom Hearts 3 make me feel old. So old. crumbles into dust. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to.
1: I- maybe it's just, like, all the memes and stuff. Um, also, like, you can take selfies in that game. Okay. With the or characters and stuff. It kind I of, like, like link in the yeah
0: yeah um, I actually think it's kind of fun when you can take selfies in video games
1: yeah and apparently the characters like know you're taking <laughs> selfies with them and they'll pose and stuff I think that's, that's cute. cute yeah I love that um but it also might be like the memes the the hot fresh spicy memes um which I'm so excited for god there were there are already some scenes in Kingdom Hearts 3 which I'll talk about maybe off podcast uh, uh that I saw something and I was like can they do that um, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna, uh, we got, we got some imported salt from a mysterious Jake Lionheart. Who's that? Who, who's that? At Jake underscore Lionheart? Like, I've never heard of this person before. Um, so, uh, long-time listener, first-time import salt writer, LOL, having to watch kids' movies cartoons over and over again gives me time to overanalyze them in a way... <laughs> They probably never meant to be. Case in point, the Pokemon I Choose You movie. Thinking about how animals in their world have superpowers is kind of scary. I keep imagining going outside and the neighborhood thug cat shooting me with a laser from his their eyes or something. I also never realized Ash and the rest of the Pokemon trainers start at ten years old. Yeah, that's like a big plot yeah,
0: point. Yeah, some deep lore.
1: That's a fifth grader going out into the world. Alone with an electric mouse. And Ash's mom was super pushy about him going, too. Like, she brought him his clothes and a backpack. Here's your stuff. Bye, Felicia. And The, don't more, get-
0: recent, the more recent Pokemon games actually kind of touch on that a little bit. With the uh, Team Skull Grunts. Where they're like, yeah, we left home because that's what you do when you're a kid. And then it turns out that it <laughs> sucks and we were cold and broken alone all the time. And then Guzma <laughs> found us. Essentially. Like... <laughs>
1: I mean, I guess that makes sense. That's a cool backstory for them to have, actually. Yeah. Um, And don't get me started with the punk kid bad guy character in the movie. At one point, he kicks a charmander who loves him into a puddle while it's raining and it was so unexpected my wife and i audibly gasped (laughs) anyways miss podcasting with y'all hopefully i'll be back as soon as we figure out what sleep is again also pinto is growing great and is turning into a little michelin man but my little (laughs) dude is hitting these terrible twos hard and we are growing gray from it lol help lol and cry for help <laughs> followed by lol <laughs> like lol but also help me um yeah i mean what he, i was recently re-watching um uh the Yu-Gi-Oh a bridge series <laughs> because i was feeling really depressed and i was like what'll cheer me up and then the it popped up in my recommended on youtube and i was like man it's been a i haven't
0: real, watched that in so long
1: in so long and uh the, that one where it's like, why do we even go to school when we don't seem to do any school? <laughs> I was like, bitch, you right. you absolutely I should say right. that that stuff I said about Team Skull
0: is stuff that I learned secondhand from my friends. So if I got anything wrong, I'm sorry. I have not actually played that far in those games. Um, but I do remember hearing something to the effect of like, yeah, it turns out that being a Pokemon trainer sucks for like 99% of the world. <laughs> and they turned into hooligans.
1: Hey, you know what? Speaking of Pokemon, Saul... So Um, today I fucking caught this Pokemon right in my in my good Christian server. Um, hold hold on, I have to I have to go to my page. the The mill tank. The uh huh. The mill tank. Um, it it has these fucking udders that are just wiggling around. The mill tank is. I. Uh, just so everybody listening to the podcast fucking knows what I- The weird penis udders, I hate them. They wiggle around. I actually started crying a little bit when I caught it. Like, tears were coming out of my eyes. I was like, I fucking hate this Pokemon so much. I hate the udder- I hate the cow titty Pokemon. Who did this? Who did this to me? And that they named it Tank. Like, we don't know that it's basically Milk Tank. Get out of my good crap christian server ah sorry thank you that was my salt <laughs> that was my salt on the edge of that pokemon salt um uh, pokemon's real fucked up if you give it any more than a second of thought because yeah pretty much it's just like you like dog fighting but with like different kinds of animals and then they shove them into a ball and force them to fight for them and they get injured and shit and they have to go to, like, the pet hospital. Like, it's a big deal. Like, Remember that one movie where Ash
0: straight up fucking died? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, listen, Pokemon's real fucked up if you think about it. I feel like most animated children's shows have I an- mean, Pokemon has the a-
0: added layer of being anime, which, yeah. like, standards for kids' movies in Japan in Japan are different than in America. That's true. And like People po- There's an episode of Pokemon that got so heavily censored because Ash gets a gun pointed in his face. Like, that would not fly in a kid's cartoon here.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we all know that um, in Yu Gi Oh!, the four kids edit, they had to edit out all the guns. And so Portage it's just-
0: also dubbed Pokemon in the United States for quite a while. So Yeah, they
1: did. And uh, so we got that lovely fucking like, visual of just a guy holding his hand Stop, out. Or
0: we'll shoot you with our invisible guns. <laughs> yeah.
1: there's also a couple parts where um there was blood in the show but they cut it out in the four kids version so i was there are times when i would be watching it and i'd be like he's fine like why are y'all tripping like he's fine but then i saw the like actual cut of it later in my life and uh there's blood so i was like oh he's not fine like yeah yeah.
0: or like yeah like stuff like um that episode where Kaiba's like, I know, we'll play in a field with like fucking circular saws, just spinning and spinning and spinning, and it'll if it hits you, it'll send you to the Shadow Realm. I'm like, no, fuck you, Kaiba. It's gonna cut my fucking leg off is what's gonna happen. <laughs> but you can't say that in a four kids cartoon. You gonna
1: go to the Yu-Gi-Oh's, Shadow
0: Realm? Yu-Gi-Oh's like the craziest fucking thing that's ever happened. To be honest, I my friend is real into Yu-Gi-Oh and will sometimes tell me some of this stuff, and I'm just like, I should just. I should watch Yu-Gi-Oh, but who has the time? And you can't watch it in English because the English version is terrible. So, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might. I'm I'm contemplating rewatching Yu-Gi-Oh just for like comparison reference. Um, it's just
0: also, I- a lot like there's a lot of episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll probably skip around, too. I mean, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge series, the fucking funniest part about it is that they're, like, they're only a few minutes long, but everything that happens in the episode, because they cut out most of the card game playing, um, everything that happens in the episode happens, like, in the actual episodes, but just, like, my favorite parts of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge series is when he just leaves in the actual lines from the 4Kids yeah, version. Yeah, like,
0: actual line. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's like, I can't come up with anything fucking funnier than this, so y'all have to... Um, Also, there's that one episode that I think about a lot where Joey has a nightmare that Kaiba makes him wear a dog costume, and then there's like joe because joey's asleep and then he wakes up and the visual is like out of focus and then you're focusing on this leaf and a piece of water like a piece of water a drip of water just like casually drips off the end of this leaf and i'm like i hate everything about this setup <laughs> like and, and the furry costume comes back later in the series which just makes me even angrier but uh, yeah sleep with that tonight you hold that memory close to your heart, keep you warm at night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, that's that's all of our imported salt for this week. Thanks for everybody for sending imported salt in. Thank you for our wayward co-host Jake for sending in imported salt. Um, uh,
1: where can we find
0: you on the internet, Jesse?
1: You can find me as @filthywizard on Twitter. And filthy magic user on Instagram and Twitch.
0: You can find me on Instagram and Facebook as Crow Cosplay, and on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade. And you can find Jake, our editor and Waveboard co-host, at uh, Jake underscore Lionheart on Twitter. And he's got links in his bio to all of his various things. Uh, check out Spotify; it's great. Um, if you want to check out our podcast, our podcast on Twitter is at Podcast Salts. Um, You can also find it on Fireside as saltreport.fireside.fm. If you consider supporting the show, consider donating to our Ko-fi, which is ko-fi.com slash saltreport, or leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's our show.
1: Bye! Bye!